That's my chain. Talk shit at this part. About how like the world didn't see it coming. That's my chain. Now you know this fresh, right? You didn't know. I'm so wild. They call me for local, so local. Where they do Hello, hello. Hi, welcome to episode three of Two Square Girls, where we discuss all the things you never wanted to know. Uh, and never M-squared. cared to hear. <laughs> and never cared to know. Oh, man, M Squared here. Uh, wow, what what an intro. I'm glad we figured that out. Um, being so wild to that, you're called for loco. Yams, what drink would you want your personality and your individual person to be named after i feel that i would be like a minty margarita and that's also like m squared so it fits minty margarita i like that it's got a little it's got a little buzz to it a little Uh, spice a little spice a little seasoning sprinkled on uh mine mine would be diet woke i think like Diet Coke, <laughs> but not. <laughs> Does that come with a side of fries? It comes with a side of air fries. Potato, or what's it called? <laughs> Sweet potato air fries, because they're gross. <laughs> I feel like kale air fries would fit better. Oh, yeah, kale chips. <laughs> I thought we were beyond the wokeness this year. Like, 2020 just kind of went overboard on the wokeness. Uh, I, I, that's probably been the case for a while. I think it started with, uh, you know, with these movements and then, you know, when people started using these movements as backdrops for their Snapchat stories and their Instagram stories and their other various stories and their fleets, because now that Twitter has fleets, that's a thing. Uh, what do people even post on their fleets? It's it I, I don't know that they do anymore. I think it was a passing it was a passing fancy <laughs> of this particular platform. Uh which is funny because I don't think that people use Twitter as much because it's like text based for the most part. So people don't like reading and or writing. So <laughs> I don't know that it's gonna catch on. Um I feel like that's the reason people prefer Twitter though, that it's less like putting up photos of yourself and more like intellectual or sometimes not very intellectual at all just verbal diarrhea but like a diary of your verbal diarrhea yeah there's there's all sorts of rants and you know people do the whole like you know one slash like whatever number however many times they (laughs) however many tweets they need to tell their story and then it's a whole long thing and then there's fun response things uh but we digress like uh getting back getting back to the the, uh problem or rather the uh the issue of uh of wokeness and i I think we're post-woke or most of us are are post-woke in the sense that uh a no one uses it anymore it's a very washed term (laughs) Um, and it has been for a little over a year now uh, I feel like QAnon supporters probably use the term woke. I think they use it in a very like derogatory way. <laughs> uh, you know, like, you know, when they're they're like sarcastically referring to, you know, people's, you know, their, their third eye or whatever, which I don't think QAnon believers even know what third eye is or have any sort of reference to anything of the sort. But they maybe. See- a lot of the anti-vaxxer, like, vaxxer moms in support of QAnon. Like, there's, there's like, a connection. People need reason. to make, there needs to be, like, a Venn diagram of all of these demos, all these demographics of, of people, <laughs> <laughs> and see where they interlock so we can find the culprit. You know, what was the one true, <laughs> what was the one the true common thing? ground. Yeah, what was the common thing that ties all these people together? It's got to be something. Uh, they all, they all... <laughs> They all ate that E. coli romaine lettuce. That's what <laughs> they all didn't get a chance to eat the Popeye burger. It turned, yeah, it, it turned them into <laughs> into really angry and resentful <laughs> individuals in society who have to take it out by uh, by talking about all of these things which are not real. 
Uh, again, coming back to this question of wokeness, though, um, I'm I'm kind of glad that it's no longer a term that's used. I think I need to retire my uh, stay woke air freshener that's in my car. That's, <laughs> that's been hanging from my hanging from my uh, rearview mirror for for quite for like over a couple of years now. So that needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time to freshen up the air with um I don't know. What can we what can we replace wokeness though? Can we go back to being ironic? That was a great time. Post post ironic was a good time because it was still it was still technically irony, but calling it post ironic made it seem very like avant-garde and uh, you know, sort of like alternative. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's like just the, go back to the alt vibes. It was like the Daria generation. Do you remember that show, Daria? Six Sad World. Yes, Six Sad World. How is that not a real TV show by now? We are living Six Sad World. This could be, it's very meta, but my idea is that there's a Daria episode playing out there in the metaverse, and the Six Sad World episode is featuring our very reality as it is now. That <laughs> Mind blown. Whoa. <laughs> That's definitely happening in an alternate reality. People are just watching Earth, and it's like their version of a horror movie. Yeah, that that too. I I mean, I do firmly believe that this is like a Truman Show situation where we're all uh, everyone's lives are just channels on on television. Uh, you know, for some alien uh, society out there somewhere, and wow. that alien society um, is laughing very hard. <laughs> <laughs> they've each picked a favorite character and it's like random people yeah or it's a sims type situation where they're controlling certain people and that would explain a lot uh especially <laughs> like <laughs> things like elections and uh <laughs> <laughs> that would make a lot of sense it'd be very like or it could be very like Westworld. we don't even realize they come into our world and they interact with us and then they leave yeah, or we're, it, this is all just one crazy dream we're living, and we've all just been dead for quite some time, or asleep, you know? And that's why we need to get woke to wake up. Whoa, that's another one of those hits blunt meme uh, <laughs> 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 Exhale the bullshit. Inhale yes. the wokeness. Oh, man, I hope not. I, I don't know that uh, people who use the word woke constantly um are (laughs) (laughs) just because uh if they were truly woke they wouldn't not at all the time um as we're doing so maybe we're not woke i don't know people think Um, they're so woke yet they're sleeping on our podcast Ooh, ooh, good good burn i I think that was (laughs) that's true if you're sleeping on the podcast you're you're definitely not woke not that you would want to be because we're in a post-woke world uh so you know if they were to design like a woke character you know like how they have like like the stereotypical chad character what do you think the woke character would have in their hand uh well i see this more of like a superpower situation so the woke person's superpower would just be to mute people in real life like (laughs) all the karens of the world would just be muted Like a like an in person type like virtual thing where they just like poke the air and it's like an imaginary slash invisible not imaginary but invisible woke button and uh, or sorry woke button mute button <laughs> selective and listening selective listening I think people who pretend or or claim to be woke already have that quality that particular superpower. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you I know then that, that's how you know i think we would i think we would make a lot of money if we created a woke tea like a drink so not diet woke but uh, an actual tea that or something that and then you, you put, put it on a tea like a t-shirt put the woke tea Ooh. on the tea put like the 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 tea bag that you would like like a picture of the tea bag i don't or a picture oh, of the tea See, I I was thinking of like a drink type tea, and you're talking about a t-shirt type tea. We should combine the two. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. Like we can take the woke tea and put like a cup of that woke iced tea, and then we. On the the, but the only way the only way that this would be even remotely funny would be if both products were 
like not <laughs> woke at all like <laughs> the t-shirts were made in like sweatshops and the tea itself was like not organic and filled with chemicals that would be the only way that I would produce this product <laughs> because the irony would just be so delicious um and uh, and the people who were buying it it would be kind of like a like a screw you to them like oh <laughs> you were trying to buy something that demonstrated your wokeness and now you can't but it's like that. secretly it's actually like sleepy tea from walmart <laughs> yeah exactly it'll it'll be one of those situations where we're just grifting people with our <laughs> terrible <laughs> terrible like- products Every product like that's hype nowadays is like a grift in a way. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Um, you know, we were just talking about the uh, the video game, the the Balenciaga video game, where it's like in in this not too distant dy- dystopian future where like your <laughs> your clothing is as fluid as your gender, <laughs> and <laughs> all of these clothes can be different types of things and it's a very impressively graphic game but at the end of the day it's just to create more uh products for people to consume and those, so <laughs> those silver sneakers you sent me i was like whoa those are very like space vibes that's, that's not a sneaker you're referring to the the silver like mirror yeah that was that's a six grand sculpture a one shoe, <laughs> and, it's under, and it's under the objects uh, tab on the Balenciaga website, and it's very, oh. you know, it's very. Uh, to me, it was a, uh, it was very problematic because I thought it was going to be a shoe I could wear, and I was like, well, would I have to buy two? Like, do can I buy two sculptures? And for a total of twelve grand, and walk around with my chrome heavy ass, uh, <laughs> really taking sculpture. useless products to the next level. What a flex! Like, <laughs> imagine walking into someone's home, and uh, <laughs> instead of a wall of sneakers, which we see many people who have now, um, it's just one <laughs> one shoe <laughs> that you can't even wear. That is like probably not the same material that it costs. I but, feel like 10 years from now, people will have walls of sneakers, but, like, it'll only be sculptures of sneakers. Ooh, just a wall of sculptures that are sneakers? That's a statement. That's a real installation piece, I think. I, I could see that at MoMA. I could see that at, <laughs> <laughs> I could see that at the Natural History Museum. <laughs> Here we see 50 years a commentary <laughs> on the consumerist culture, sneaker culture, that we have cultivated in the new millennium yeah that that's very real consumerism really is our culture do you think consumerism perpetuates woke culture or do you think woke like or do you think it's like the antithesis i think they they feed off each other because when people want to demonstrate that they're with it and that they get it and they are you know with the times and are ethically consuming things which you know nobody can do 100% anyway um they still they buy things to indicate that like that's why you know that's how that's how the trend or more to the point the uh practice of these like disposable um you know shopping bags came from because I don't think that people are most people anyway don't use these plastic bags any less they just end up paying for them if they're available but we all at some point had and still probably have all of these uh, you know, tote bags yeah. from all over the place that we use to carry our groceries that we forget inevitably and then have to buy more because <laughs> we feel guilty if we get the plastic ones, even though it's cheaper than buying the tote bag every single time. Um, so... Or you'll buy, you'll pay like $25 for the tote bag and then you'll forget it in your car. Yes. No, exactly. And then you go into the store and you can't buy a plastic bag at the store. People will look at you funny. So <laughs> you have to you have to get another tote bag and that just it's a vicious cycle. And, you know, all of these tote bags can't be environmentally friendly either. Like, yeah, sure, they're reusable. But again, you're you know, it's like the, probably it's made in sweatshops. Whole, yeah, it's the whole uh, steel uh you know, reusable straw dilemma all over again, like. <laughs> yeah, the plastic in- container that the reusable straw comes in. 
Yeah, how many how many times do you have to use this straw before it becomes effectively environmentally conscious? Because it definitely took longer and more materials and effort and cost to produce those straws than it did to produce your plastic ones. So it's, it's kind of uh, like <laughs> it's, it's like an interesting trade off. It's kind of like how people drink almond milk because they don't want to, you know, like I, some people are allergic. I get that to like regular milk, but. Some people prefer to have like almond milk and these other plant-based milks because, you know, they don't want to harm animals and the process of getting milk. And they think it's like a harmful to the animals and like in the cows to get the milk. But then they don't realize that almond milk is actually one of the biggest environmentally harming corporations that we have currently, like the production is of it? almond milk. Yeah. Like how so? it turned it's actually like really 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 bad for the environment i think i was reading like a like like major portion of the pollution that we have that forms is due to ooh that makes me very sad because it sounds so wholesome it's a real you know it's a real conundrum when the name of something is very like misleading <laughs> and uh you know, now that I know that. It takes 371 liters of water to produce one liter of almond milk. What? Yep, and it's taking a toll on the environment. That makes me very upset. What about oat milk? Is this is there similar, uh, you know, similar detriment to producing oat milk? I don't think so. And oat milk tastes a lot better. Also, it does, doesn't it? I was skeptical at first. And then, you know, as with anything, I took to the Twitter to see what the masses were saying about it. And no one was talking about this like a couple of years back. And that's fine with me because how often do I think of these various uh, milk products? But <laughs> essentially, that was how I got on the bandwagon. That's really how I get on the bandwagon with most of these things is I hear about one person that I follow on the socials that. I like lightweight, <laughs> lightweight see as a tastemaker uh, for these things. And then I kind of just spiral into all of that. Uh, well, this reminds me, or actually this leads me to uh, wonder if we should create our own milk called woke milk. Woke milk. <laughs> and, uh, woke milk. And uh, it'll just be water. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like... And, uh, <laughs> it'll you know the the little tag on the on the tagline on the on the box will say uh you know because you have to stay hydrated and then there will be many many whys in the word hydrated (laughs) you can just add like a five-hour energy into it too (laughs) it'll that'll be like a little that'll be like a little addition additional pack you know if you get a two pack you get a you get a free (laughs) energy or like one of those really bad for you like energy drinks yeah, just to keep the woke going. Woke milk. It'll woke on the milk. bottom of the on the bottom of the container. It'll just be like it's just water. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's a uh, that's a million dollar idea right there. I mean, they already have all these different types of waters, which we're going to actually in one of our future episodes, we're going to be doing a taste test of these different brands of water because um, a yes, that's we a are. very that's a very uh, non-woke thing to do is purchase <laughs> bottled water <laughs> from yes, every purchase. single company that's ruining the environment by bottling water. Absolutely. And it's not going to be sparkling water. No, no, no. We're not going to LaCroix route. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Or Evian, which spelled backwards is naive. Ooh, that's that's another hits blunt meme. Um. <laughs> Have you ever had black water? I actually recently I was- treated myself to some. I was just going to say, that's another one of the, because it's technically water and not carbonated, that'll be our litmus for whether or not it's going to go in our taste test is, uh, is that if it, it, ha- it can't be carbonated, it can be a different color, but mm-hmm. there can't be any calories in it because it has to be just straight water. Um, and then we're going to sit there and, and taste test all of these brands and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, and then come to a conclusion that um the the project will be very hydrating forward so it'll be hydrating (laughs) and then we'll come to the conclusion of course that it's all a scam and uh, it's that that'll be very beneficial for you the listeners because then you'll know not to (laughs) (laughs) 
Have you had alkaline water? Is that the same thing as uh, reverse osmosis or distilled water? No, this is like when they infuse minerals to elevate the pH, which I don't understand because your body naturally regulates the pH. So you having mm-hmm. alkaline water is not going to have like an effect on your body because if your pH was out of whack, like you would not be okay. Like you would be in the hospital if your pH was out of whack. What if it just makes you limitless? Like this, that's the secret. <laughs> limitless <laughs> or just passes the litmus? L- limitless like like that movie where that guy who became limitless like it, <laughs> it'll just be it'll just be enough alkaline water just gets you there i i think we can include that in our in our uh taste test in the future when we sit with our many uh non-environmentally friendly bottled waters we'll reuse them calm down listeners we'll, we'll reuse, reuse the, the bottle bottles. yeah we'll we'll make some sort of terrible art project out of them but you can't leave them in the car because then the plastic from the water bottle will get into the water if you leave it in the sun in the car and then it becomes harmful again whoa Whoa, that's that's some education you're spitting right there because i don't know that a lot of people knew that so now they do the uh five people who listen to this podcast (laughs) will now know not to put (laughs) put bottled waters in their car um but yeah, no, it'll it'll be a you know we'll perhaps we'll do a vision board that features all of these Ooh. water bottles like a three D vision board and we'll just like <laughs> glue them onto a piece of cardboard and call it a day. I don't know. We won't we won't be wasteful about our water intake. Um, yeah, and- though there is a like five. It's either like a thousand dollars or like five thousand dollar like water bottle out there. And it's like diamond water or something. That's literally the name of it. That doesn't sound like it's good for you because it, is it, does it have actual diamond in it or diamond flex or whatever? Like that's it's like no, that sounds dangerous. Eat... Yeah, it's it's like those people who eat things that have like gold foil on them, like real gold foil. I'm like, why are you eating the gold? Like that <laughs> defeats the purpose of both <laughs> nutrition and like metals and, and precious metals. Like what? <laughs> What is yeah. the reason for this? Um, I, I think that stuff, like, not the gold, but, like, that silver foil that they put on, like, some, like, Indian and, like, Middle Eastern pastries. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, like, carcinogenic. Is it? Yeah. It can cause cancer. Oh, no. But it looks so pretty. It tastes so good. It. I think the, I think the dessert itself tastes good. And then the stuff on top, like the marzipan pieces, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those, those are, I didn't know those were that. I mean, it makes sense that they're harmful because it is essentially just foil. Um, but it's, it's weird that no one has. Wait, that's like, foil and not silver. I thought I was eating like sterling silver. <laughs> I don't know what substance it is, but it's edible clearly. So, I mean, I, I didn't think it could be too bad for you i mean it can't be it can't be as bad as all of the like ghee and like the oil that goes into (laughs) making this dessert i think i think edible is not a good basis off of whether or not we should eat something because technically shit is edible ew what i don't i don't want to think about that i'm just about to like sit down to some dinner like later i don't want to think about an edible like gross which actually okay so before you before you came up with that charming charming segue I, I was thinking when you said edible I was wondering if anyone has made any like desi desserts that are that are actual edibles like <laughs> that I feel like that would have a huge market um and it would be delicious to, to have these like have like can you imagine like gulab jamun, but, but it's, it's like, like infused with CBD? <laughs> Dude, actually, you mentioning that, I think there was an episode of Bong Appetit where he had like a Pakistani cuisine episode, and I think he made kulfi or one of the things that one of the desserts that's like white colored, like faluda or something. Yeah, it was one of the like the rasmalai kheer kulfi. One of those kind of like white colored desserts, and he had like samosas or no, it was either I think it was pakoras, and all of this food that he made and like the schema, it was like all cannabis infused, and it was so delicious looking. I was just like, I would love to get like baked off of that. 
that guy is is pretty hilarious because that show it's literally just things that you can <laughs> food that you can put weed into and it's it's pretty uh it's all encompassing and what a concept um that would be that would be like a very fun project to do after our water taste testing experiment that would um, do so well though like imagine the market for but it would have to be a secret no one could know about it. <laughs> we'd get busted if we tried to distribute this on either something <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would be very it would require standing in the kitchen for long hours as well and that no, would be the first problem it. we'd outsource it to some intern we'd outsource it to the same intern who will hypothetically take over all the technical aspects of our podcast in the future that, yeah, that poor, that poor staff will have to do all of this work. The, per- <laughs> the person who can handle social media for us. Yeah, that's it's true. I, I I can't handle any socials. I can barely handle producing and or distributing a podcast. So, how many uh, years do you think it'll take until like social media goes out of fashion? I think it'll turn into something that is even more annoying and invasive it'll be like a chip that's in your in your like on your head literally and it'll just stream everything you're seeing and everyone it'll be like a panopticon of freaking uh you know the way that the way that it'll work is everyone can see what you're doing and uh all the time if they want to it'll be like personalized channels so it'll it'll be like that nosedive episode from Black Mirror. Exactly. It it'll so the the input aspect of social media will go away in terms of, you know, posting things because everything will be streaming all day every day. And I guess you could turn the stream off if you wanted to, but then you don't exist because that's how that'll work. <laughs> the moment you stop streaming, it'll be uh, people and people don't see your life all day. Um, then, you know, it'll just be this existential crisis that you're in. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of where I'm at now. So I don't know that it'll be. Do you turn the stream off when you go in the shower? Um, it'll be like a censorship type thing where it'll be those like blurry pixels that you see. (laughs) People are trying to like. (laughs) Everyone just turns. Masturbating to pixels. That's the new thing. Yeah, it'll be a lot like the you know, like the Sims when they when they use the bathroom or whatever, it's all pixelated. So (laughs) (laughs) that's what it'll that's what it'll look like in in the future. Um yeah, we've we've also we've (laughs) veered away once again from our episode topic, but that's okay. We're we're also gonna cover some of the have occurred uh in in 2020 uh just to recap because you know we are about to enter into the new year and so we'd like to leave all of this baggage behind (laughs) oh yes and i'd like to close 2020 and never look back at it again uh well were there was there anything let's try and think of some positive things at first because before we delve into the rampant stupidity that we've witnessed um, what were some good things that occurred? There had to be a couple, I'm sure. We created a vaccine in record time. That was very recent. I'm talking like earlier in the year oh. when <laughs> things were all garbage and there was darkness enveloping the <laughs> enveloping the, the world. What uh what were some of the things that we could point to and say, yes, this was this was a positive that wasn't touched by some of the ugliness? Personally for me being at the ocean on new year's that was really positive and i think like at least i've had that memory to look back on this whole year like at least that one good thing oh well because of the pandemic because everyone was quarantined didn't air quality get better and like general environment stuff was starting to look a little more like the skies were clear because there wasn't so much pollution from human existence like mucking up yeah. the atmosphere that was kind of a positive it it was still the like air a, quality index dropped by like at least 100 points which was phenomenal yeah that's like unheard of that's such a like it it reminds it reminds me of this before before i completely blocked out the socials and the medias i, I saw this thing where it was like humans are the disease and the coronavirus is the solution or or the, or the <laughs> vaccine or something for humanity <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so I, I mean it they 
I I guess that's technically true, like for the environment, you know, um, because humans are so bad for the environment. But that's a good point, though. Nature reconnecting with the actual physical, tangible world was made a comeback um, because people kind of had to do that. Unless you were unless people it was one of those things where everyone was just on the screen all day, every day um, because they literally couldn't go out. So that's because they were working remotely. Right. That's the other side of that. There we, we could debate zoom pro pros and cons you know how how those how that fared i mean pants became very optional <laughs> that was definitely a positive of 2020 yeah you know that i i didn't mind that there were only so many times i could feign technical difficulties but when i did no one called me out on it <laughs> which was nice <laughs> so i could turn my video off um but i mean I, it's suspicious though so most of the time i had to keep it on um, um I think we all tried something new this year. Like everyone tried to try something new. Yeah, it I I think people had to innovate or they had to adapt or you know, be flexible on things they might not have been open to before. Um that's that's certainly the case. I I think so too. I I don't know that people became less uh consumer oriented. I I think people maybe probably bought more things that they didn't need. Um, just out of sheer like retail therapy so that that could have been that's probably like a minus but then the economy took such a hit that it almost like balanced out or you know that possibly could help balance out but the only places that were benefiting from those things were these big companies Um, that's what I don't understand like okay Amazon made so much money this year like okay good for you Jeff Beelzebub but why did our economy do bad when like Amazon is literally like probably half of our economy you know it's it's so interesting that you know there's there's this sort of like evil feel from all these like big box stores slash you know companies because a they're very convenient so it's almost impossible not to use some form of these things especially like if you really need something but also Mm -hmm. you know it's for the future it's very grim because then it's like there aren't alternatives or there aren't other places that you can get probably better quality things and or like you know supporting whatever's around you so you know it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because people love the convenience of these things but you know the the price that you pay later is so much bigger and also i this year was the year that i heard the phrase uh Bill Kazos. <laughs> Do you know? Wait, where does this come from? This is from this is from the interwebs, and and you know, and I had to think about it for probably longer than I should have. But <laughs> I was like, why? Why is this a thing? Um, and that was um, that was interesting because I think that people, rather than an individual targeting a person, uh, <laughs> where does the K come from? Who's the K? Okay, but think about it. Switch the two, and what do you get? In your head, don't say it out loud. Switch the B and the K and Bill. Cates. Oh, I got it. I got yeah, it. I got see, it. <laughs> it took me a minute too. It took me a minute, and um, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I support yes. you, Internet. <laughs> that was the that's the first. Yeah, it was the first year I, I encountered that phrase um, online. But it's there's such a like strange, you know, hole that or not hole, but. There's such a strange like niche on on these platforms there. There's so many different things that I don't know about because I'm no longer mm-hmm. on certain platforms. And then there's things that obviously I guess everything obviously comes and goes. But, but I think the trade off is a lot like you trade off a lot of like negativity that your mind consumes by staying on these platforms versus like the like this was a great year for memes. Honestly, that was what probably. I was going to say for positivity. Probably. Yeah. Great year for memes. But, like, you also had to, to be able to see those memes, you had to read through so much trash. Yeah. And and also, you know, I find that I'm more mysterious now that I don't have any of these, you know, like, daily posting type, type, type apps. Because, you know, Instagramming breeds contempt. And... (laughs) And, you know, the more people see, the more they know. And the more they know, the more they uh, come to the conclusion that they don't give a fuck. So uh, I'd rather be the person who um, is privately doing nothing at all 
<laughs> but maybe you don't know you don't know I'm not doing it you know I might have just be I might just be saying that I could be doing the most interesting thing in the world but you would never exactly. know <laughs> and you're doing it for yourself you're not doing it for like that photo on the gram I feel like that's a trend that I've noticed people start doing things to yeah, be able to like forever. create um, that post it's true and and it's it's hard to take that serious like that's why I said Instagramming breeds contempt because the only way you have captured that that sort of square in your little you know page is because you didn't appreciate the moment you heathen like how dare you you philistine you just (laughs) that beautiful sunset it looks nothing like it does in the picture as it does in person so don't but it really doesn't (laughs) yeah yeah it's, it's that's a real that's real um uh, and, you know, that's why I think that the possibility of a future where everyone's just streaming their visibility, like their, you know, their eyeline and, and everything is coming to like is it will will occur because that feels like the next step in this like, you know, weird, just dystopian post-apocalyptic type world. <laughs> I'm afraid to say post-apocalyptic because I feel like that's like challenging the universe to show us more and I don't want to see more I would much rather have post-wokeness than (laughs) (laughs) post-apocalypse are you sure they're not the same Ooh, that's a that's a hot take because it it yeah if you're in an apocalypse you no longer care about wokeness (laughs) like that's no longer a concern you're much more concerned about like you know, rampant zombies. Or... I already know where I'm going when the apocalypse hits. I'm what? going to the bunkers in New Zealand that all these rich people have made, and I'm going to sneak into one of them. Aren't those all scams? Uh, what show was it that I was watching where it was just a ridiculous scam that some rich person made up? I think it was like a reiteration of Sherlock or Elementary or one of those like true crime detective type shows that are like, you know, where they go and they investigate a murder and it happened in one of these bunkers, but the bunker was just a, a giant scam that uh, <laughs> that's no and all of the and all of the, uh, you know, the materials and everything inside were just not real. That's I really think because turns I out mean, to just be FEMA tents because yeah, because the worst case scenario, if that occurs and you go to these bunkers and stuff like you can't ask for a refund like <laughs> that person's probably gone who sold it to you and be like this is the fire festival yeah it'll be a fire festival situation uh, except in bunker form uh in in these places and it it kind of reminds me of those like you know those uh nuclear shelters that they built in like the 50s where you know they're like if it ever happens you just go down to this shelter that i built but then you know i i think the radiation would still get to you eventually like it's <laughs> i don't think that's how that's how that works yeah um, <laughs> but i don't i don't know that i would go anywhere if if the apocalypse hit. i i think i might be i don't know that i'd even survive the first like you know few days or whatever if whatever situation it might be <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'd ever survive. I've always really connected with that one, like, blonde girl that always dies in the beginning of every, like, horror movie. (laughs) That common trope. You're, like, running in your very low-cut shorts for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) And she does something really stupid, and then she just dies. I'm like, yeah, that's that's me. That's going to happen. It really does seem like we're, you know, living as characters in our own, you know, kind of like parody movie type situation sometimes <laughs> when it comes to these sort of things but I really just I wouldn't want to be around for that long if the world was that bad like like the billionth season of The Walking Dead which I haven't <laughs> kept up with since like the maybe like sixth or seventh season like I don't know what's going on in that show anymore nor do I particularly want to because you know i mean yeah the zombie makeup is cool but at the same time like what's going on like some of my favorite characters are gone like i don't (laughs) i no longer understand the like plot or like the timeline like (laughs) yeah i haven't watched the walking dead but i've heard great reviews about it well we we i i remember this was quite almost a decade ago when i had that walking dead party um 
<laughs> oh yeah, the zombie party. Yeah, the zombie party with the uh with the bone shaped special cookies. Those were that was a good time. And the punch. Yes, the 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 zombie blood. That was that was yeah. a fun fun uh, fun addition. Um, but that was a great to, party. <laughs> it was. I think that's a, well. That's something I'm looking forward to is having actual like get-togethers again in like a few maybe not a few maybe like six months i don't know how long the vaccine is going to take to circulate but you know i think it'll take till at least june to like get to the point where it's circulating to us yeah and you know hopefully if enough people take it you know enough like people who are in these areas that are most impacted then you know maybe not even everyone has to has to take it even though like it'll probably become mandatory like the flu vaccine or like you know very common the flu vaccine is not mandatory right it's but it's but it's common enough that you know people will take it without you know too much of a hassle um i think if they make it like mandatory on kids because i know that to be able to go to school you have to have certain vaccines mm -hmm. like public schools i feel like that'll really help right and it's weird because i think this time around or not this time around but in general like kids aren't to like blame for this particular problem like it's not I don't think at least in the beginning it wasn't spreading as uh as much among kids and obviously now it's like everyone but um I think the adults really really fucked up this one <laughs> like not not I think actually it's... taking it seriously or as seriously right. as they should have yeah, it's really funny how people blame kids, yet your kids can't go anywhere without you, really. Right, exactly. And, you know, everyone's real annoyed that kids can't go back to school. But the minute they go back to school, it's obviously they're going to spread. Like, that's so, it's a very logical, you know, sequence of events. We've already um, played that out at, like, different universities, different high schools. Like, do you remember how cramped going to school was? Like, it was the worst. It's still probably the worst. And, you know, it. It doesn't help that I think I was wh where was I I was either watching or reading this I think I watched it on like a British like like jokey news show I think it was the Russell Howard hour it's like the British guy who not John Oliver because he's you know in America so I don't. <laughs> but it's like the UK version of him yeah it's like the UK version of it's more like the UK version of Trevor Noah or like the UK version of like you know one of those other jokey news shows like late night shows Colbert that, not even like Cor well maybe like Colbert I don't know it's the the guy he's you know his name is Russell Howard and he's like British and and there's no there's very little he's just making fun of America most of the time when he references America <laughs> but in the, in the start of the in the start of the pandemic he was talking about how like the kids who were still going to school when some certain schools were open they would get kicked out or they would get suspended or in trouble if they made jokes about being sick or having the coronavirus or anything in reference to like joking about like you know someone who or like you know coughing <laughs> like in a joking manner and I was like that means a lot of kids got sent home because <laughs> like you can't when you're a kid like it is a little funny like you know because you know people will will do that especially like little shithead kids like they're gonna they're gonna make jokes about it so I'm like, that must mean that everyone got sent home. And then also, right right before the pandemic started in, or not right before, but while it was happening internationally and the full effects hadn't taken, hadn't gotten on, um, you know, the full, full effects hadn't taken place in mm -hmm. America. I think it was in China where one of the platforms that they were using for online learning, like the, <laughs> the kids, the students figured out that if on the app store they gave it a low enough rating it would get removed from the app store. <laughs> <laughs> so they wouldn't have to do homework and they did it they successfully got it removed from the I'm like damn that's smart like why didn't anyone do that for like zoom or like, like <laughs> they probably turned that feature off immediately yeah. when they realized like no <laughs> this actually turns out that um sometimes zoom accidentally kicks the teacher out like my sister was telling me because she's going to zoom school sometimes zoom will like kick the teacher out of the class and it'll just be the kids in the class <laughs> that's odd. that's anarchy i love it uh yeah yeah <laughs> no there's like a i don't know there's there's always there's the technical difficulty part of it is always hilarious um because it there's nothing you can't avoid like you know there's nothing you can do about it it's already like a, such a 
precarious situation <laughs> like you can't mm-hmm. you can't get upset about a student or like a, even like any anyone really who like is experiencing that sort of like problem and and it's a very compromised <laughs> situation <laughs> can you imagine being like a kindergarten teacher over zoom like oh that sounds like the most stressful job I is that even possible I I think they would just send like they would just send lesson plans to the parents at home like hey teach your own kid at this point like foster (laughs) their creativity because you know obviously we can't have like zoom with a bunch of five-year-olds they're all gonna start crying and like wanting to like go to the bathroom or have a snack my baby cousin's in kindergarten and he does kindergarten over zoom oh man that sounds so I mean I feel like someone would have made a Blue's Clues type game out of it at some point, you know, like a more like a like a Dora the Explorer type TV show. Right. I suggested that to my like coworker who was teaching his kids over like during this pandemic. And I was like, you should just create an app that teaches all the curricula, but teaches it in a game and they'll do it. Like there's this app called like PhotoMath where like kids can like take a photo of their homework. And the app, like, helps you solve the math problem at the same time and teaches you how to work with it. That sounds like it's going to put teachers out of business real quick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we no longer need educators because all of the computers and robots will teach the children. And then we will have a truly, <laughs> <laughs> truly advanced society because it won't have the, uh, it won't have the pitfalls <laughs> of human folly in right. <laughs> And biases <laughs> and imperfections of human teachers, and it'll just be robots teaching the children, and they will rise up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will have robot emotions in the future. Absolutely, and I mean it's it's funny because I think that most people don't realize that when they go back to in person stuff again, if if they do, because a lot of companies probably won't feel the need to. But they'll never be able to have a sick day again. We talked about this. Or a snow day again. Because yeah. it'll just turn straight into, hey, just hop on your online thing that we did for that one year. It'll be the same <laughs> It'll be the same type thing. And, you know, because even if you're sick, you can still log on. Like, we all know. So it's... Dude, that sounds terrible. Yeah, that's a real bummer. Uh, <laughs> so that's going to be... <laughs> That's going to be something that, you know, it'll be trickier to find a loophole to get out of doing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Just get onto the Zoom meeting. You'll be there with us. And I'll be like, oh, Oh. yeah, that sounds that sounds terrible. Yeah, it'll be a real, real uh, hassle and a half. Um, Yeah. Oh, so. So, yeah, let's do our let's do our recap. So what were some other things? I guess we covered a couple good things. Let's. Let's go to the other column, which has many, many, many bad things that happened this year <laughs> that we would love to leave. Aside behind. from Queen Rona herself, um, a gender reveal party setting off orange skies and making me feel like I'm truly in an apocalyptic world. I, that was a real, you know, that was a real, <laughs> that was a real situation. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it was made up. It literally sounds like something you would read on like the depths of like some what if subreddit. Yeah, it, it's a, it's one of those situations where the the tr- the truth was you know stranger than fiction because I don't I don't know that anyone even could have predicted that. Uh, and also, how are people still doing gender? Very non woke. Like gender is such a <laughs> like. <laughs> gender isn't real. Well, I mean, people like what? Like you're gonna reveal someone's like watch it like posts out like yellow or green. You're like, what the hell's inside of me? Like, <laughs> like having Why? a gender reveal party would would have been a great prank. <laughs> it's green because it turns out it's an alien. Whoa, whoa! That would be a great uh, start to a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> They choose the color like red. They're like, oh, it's not yours. Oh, no. <laughs> and all of a sudden it's revealed you're on like a Jerry Springer set. Yeah. <laughs> you are not the father. It's like a scarlet color. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. That's a very awkward conversation to have with a baker. <laughs> like, <laughs> someone, like you cut the cake. 
cake and it's like oh shit i felt it that looks delicious but the implications are so bad (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i hope that does not come true but now i feel like i've spoken it into existence (laughs) someone somewhere has thought of that and, and and made it and it was a very awkward party had by all. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Um, all right. So what, what else, else happened this list? year? That was not so positive. We had the killer lettuce. We had those killer hornets. That's true. A lot of, a lot of killer things going around. <laughs> uh, uh, we had the plague and like a few cases appeared in like Lake Tahoe. Of the plague? Yeah. What plague? plague? The bubonic plague? Yeah, the bubonic plague. No, that can't be real. The bubonic plague is so bad. Like, that was, that's gone. Like, that's not a thing anymore. It's still kind of prevalent in, like, New Mexico, Arizona, I think, and, like, parts of California. Like, more than a few cases? Not more than a few cases, but, like, prevalent in the sense that, like, it's still happening. got it. Okay. Yeah. Like, we still have incidents of it. That's concerning. I'm sure there's some someone in a cabin in Tahoe somewhere like, oh, crap. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was going to get up here to get away from everything, and all of a sudden, I'm the one (laughs) who's got to get away from everyone now. Um, Yeah. You know something positive that came out this year? This year really revealed a lot of truth, I think. Ooh, how so? Truth in the sense, like, we saw which celeb we could see like all these celebrities that we idolize and we're like maybe not all of us idolize but like we always look up to and we feel inspired by their choices and their lifestyle we aspire to be like them we really found out like how they feel about certain people how they feel about certain groups how they feel about the pandemic a lot of that and so it really gave us like i feel like more humane like appearances of them they're not just so like up there and separated from or like or we learned how detached they really are from reality like kim kardashian going on a like birthday vacation and a private island with her family i mean we all kind of knew that those types of you know figures were already very tone deaf and kind of (laughs) kind of shitty so I it took a the this year took a real hit on the Lil rappers like I'm we never have to listen to Lil Pump or Lil Wayne again like that <laughs> <laughs> Lil uh, you know Trump called him Lil Pimp that was hilarious because I think Lil Pimp is a much better name first of all <laughs> and secondly <laughs> it it now it, it's like you know they were they were kind of like secondary canceled. Like anyone who associates it, it's like it's worse than Kanye because you know at least Kanye had some hits and and now these these other like you know B C list rappers have no standing because they sided with such a like <laughs> toxic right. person. So yeah, that that was a that was a real revelation. I'm like, oh, I'm no longer Gucci gang. <laughs> like, <laughs> You no longer went to Howard Law, or what he called it, Howard University. He, I, I, I don't really know what was going on with his affiliations of higher education. <laughs> I, I still don't know if those are to be taken seriously. But Lil Wayne, I didn't realize that he would like. He probably just, you know, was like, "Hey, Kanye did it. I'll do it." You know that sort of thing. Um, but these aren't real people anyway. They're just. <laughs> Pretty yeah, sure they're, they're just holograms at this point. Yeah, pretty sure they're holograms. They're just like products of you know these record companies that are generally evil and you know very uh, you know uh, exploitative, and uh, so we don't have to concern yeah. ourselves with these muggles anyway. <laughs> right. What else? Is something like wild. That I'm trying to think. Like, I'm just so glad this year is like almost over. We have how many days left? I feel like I just count down the days like at this week. point. We have like a week, you know. It'll 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 be over in a week or so. Um, it's it's also going to be funny to see how people, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> what people find to complain about when the pandemic is over because they won't have anything to complain about. Like the worst possible things that could have happened have already occurred. So anything else now that people want to complain about will be very trivial in comparison um 
So I think we'll just go back to complaining about our straws. <laughs> our straws. <laughs> the worst feeling when you drive away from a drive-thru and you forgot to ask for a straw. Because you have to ask for them instead of them just giving them to you. The worst feeling when you ask for a straw and they still give you a paper one. And you're like, this is not a straw. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back to complaining about bio, like biodegradable and non-functional food, food holding items and utensils. <laughs> that'll, that'll certainly occur. Uh well what what are some what are some um alternative New Year's plans now that things and especially holiday plans too because I mean you know Christmas is in a couple days people probably shouldn't be gathering but probably still will um, I really hope they don't like it would be so nice because like the caseload is going back down and it's just so soothing to watch the numbers go down Yeah well what are some we need to offer up some alternative uh celebration um you know it type celebration type uh situations for people so that they don't gather that that are remote zoom. well i mean yeah but it can't just be zoom it's there's got to be some other like <laughs> there's got to be some other element added to these video type gatherings because those Ooh. are getting real those are getting real boring uh Have some and people, really good and- drinking games Oh, ooh, that would that would be a fun one. I, I guess you could go somewhere outside, like out outdoors, and just sit somewhere and then take a drink anytime someone's not wearing a mask. Get trashed really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then and then you would have to take like double drinks if it's like a whole family that is is maskless. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be interesting when we take off our masks. We're gonna be have to really conscious about like the way our lips and our like our mouths are and everything i feel like with masks we probably like don't care about like the reactions we've been kind of having with our faces as much we're also going to be hearing that future song a whole lot mask off <laughs> <laughs> that's going to make a comeback in a real big way <laughs> yeah <can't> <laughs> mask off mask off yeah <laughs> it's like did you do he knew because his name is Future. He already knew. Oh, whoa. That's some real hip <laughs> meme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why else? Like, that, it's too much of a coincidence, man. Have you seen that um, John Hopkins University remix of Wear a Mask, Please? But it's like the WAP song. But it's literally about wearing a mask. Oh, there are so many things like that going on. <laughs> <laughs> there was... I think I saw someone, it was either a, a TikTok or like a tweet or something where someone was like with the with the Jack Harlow, what's poppin'? And it was like, what's poppin'? In parentheses, not your mask, I hope. And it made me feel some kind of way because I didn't, didn't want to click on it. And I didn't. I just saw the title and kept scrolling because I didn't want to hear, <laughs> hear what that person <laughs> created. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It'll it'll be real fun to um to see how people will uh, reflect on these mildly inconvenient mask <laughs> mask sort of things where people will be like, oh, it was terrible. You know, we all had to briefly cover part <laughs> of our faces for <laughs> for less than a year, like. It's a real, real hassle and a half. And, you know, and I'm wondering if in certain Middle Eastern countries, like in Saudi Arabia or Dubai, if they have less cases because of the women wearing, like, no, gobs or veils or whatever. No? Nope. No. It's because the guys, the men are, the men are fucking everything up. (laughs) That is what's happening in that situation. Because the, 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 the niqab, it functions, the veil functions as a mask, essentially, you know? I, I feel like they went on really good lockdown and that's what really helped them. Like they were really stringent on their lockdown. I know in Saudi Arabia. Right. But I don't know. Like someone would have to do research and like assess like did wearing the veil make a difference? It probably did just among women, but I don't I don't think that, you know, if if men weren't wearing anything, then it probably didn't make that big of a difference. Um, so from now on men should wear veils too. Yes. Uh, 
that should have been the case from the beginning just to even out the double standard but <laughs> i agree <laughs> uh, everyone is have... just <laughs> do we have any other things that we i mean there's there were so many things that occurred that were bad but uh any any other like over the top ridiculousness that we potentially missed i mean obviously all the all the election stuff which um <laughs> which until until a, a a successful inauguration we're still not sure what's up with that because so many <laughs> things are <laughs> today i was picking up some food um and i saw on like their cnn tv show over there like on the screen um it the caption was like trump is throwing a tantrum over election laws and i just was like same news different day right it's been a month bro like (laughs) like, right on like you know he of all he of all people should know what it means to be fired like right it is what it is it is what it is i i'm looking forward to all of the all of the like people who were secret trump supporters that will now try and and pretend that they never were (laughs) oh i feel like that's already started it's already happening like if people even get the vibe that you're anti-trump they will immediately do something to like kind of make you feel like oh they're anti-trump too even if they weren't now that's the real post-wokeness in my opinion because they're pretenders but it comes off like you you can you never really know you know like you know, you never quite you're never like it's you know it's people who protesteth too much that yeah. I'm the most suspect about because they're... do you think it should matter when Trump is gone like it, if people voted for Trump I think it it will matter but there would be no way to tell so you'd have to kind of just figure out like there has Accept to be it. there's no yeah there's no like beacon shining over these people like <laughs> to like to spot them but at the same time you know, it's like, well, y'all lost, so it's fine. Like, yeah, we got to keep it, keep it going forward and just kind of block out that national shame because <laughs> otherwise it's just going to be even more depressing uh, than it has already. And and also like kind of it's, it's, it's emba- it was embarrassing. The, the, these were embarrassing years. Like, I'm not. <laughs> there was quite a lot that happened these years that was super embarrassing, like the wall. The wall sounds very embarrassing. Right. That that's that's even more embarrassing because it was so, you know, there were so many things surrounding it that were A xenophobic and B like illogical. <laughs> like so much <laughs> so many things defied like reason and like common sense that uh it it was a little bit mm, I, <laughs> even just you know, even just thinking about it now makes me kind of squirm um right yeah that'll that'll hopefully go away they'll dismantle it or they'll make it into an art installation piece i think that would be right that would be a great way to unify you know they should just play pink floyd's another brick in the wall like across the whole wall (laughs) that they've built so far i mean they could knock it down like the berlin wall but it would be so anticlimactic because there's nothing there so (laughs) and then they would sell pieces of it and then you could go to like where the wall was and buy those pieces like in berlin well, it'll, yeah, and, and, or, you know, have just some kind of giant mural that, that will, like, indicate, you know, that it was quite unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just say on the, on the Mexico side, it'll just say enter here. <laughs> in, in, in very fancy script. It'll be like, a, it'll be a Narnia situation, you know, where, <laughs> yeah, beyond the wall all sorts of wonders just be care just be careful of you know the gun toting <laughs> gun toting citizens of the rampant pandemic right just covered in graffiti of like all these warnings about america on the opposite side right like, that... just be aware they always order extra large fries yeah you know and and that'll that'll be a great way to sort of <laughs> implement the vision that everyone had for this potential wall uh you know and and as the year draws to a close um what what are we looking forward to because that would be a good place to uh to wrap up our third podcast of this very informative and entertaining uh show what 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 are some things that we can look forward to 
I look forward to going to a bar and dancing and spraying particles on someone else's face. Whoa, you're going to do that? That's kinky. <laughs> That'll be what the are new- you looking for? <laughs> That'll be the new version of bottle service. <laughs> People ask me, what's my fetish? <laughs> <laughs> Exchanging uh... particles. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? <laughs> Uh, I might go to the zoo and, uh, you know, kind of envy all the animals <laughs> in the cages that were kept safe and well, <laughs> well protected from humankind and just congratulate them. You know, I think COVID spread in some zoos. I think some tigers got COVID. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, with that one show, I, I bet a lot of tigers <laughs> were, were harmed. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Bronx Zoo. Ooh. I think their tiger got COVID, which is very. I have questions. How did like how did someone reach the tight like how did they get I the tiger questions. and give it? To- yeah, yeah right. Is- <laughs> <laughs> that feels like we need a whole another. We'll need a whole another show to unpack that one. Like <laughs> we should just turn into like a crime, true crime series, but we just invest these kind of crimes. <laughs> the kind of crimes that no one wants to know details to. <laughs> And no one really cares about. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. That <laughs> that's it. I think that's a good place to stop for today. <laughs> um, this has been the third episode of Two Square Girls. Uh, Eminem signing out. Eminem, yeah, M squared signing out. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, and have a great rest of your morning night evening 4 a.m whatever time you listen to us the rest of the year yeah the rest of the year (laughs) well we'll see you in the new year if we don't have another episode before then out of pure boredom (laughs) yep and we wish you a wonderful new year's eve yeah yeah keep that mask on until future says it's okay (laughs) okay <laughs> Not until you hear it playing out on the streets can you take it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, everyone. Thanks and good night. Night. We're not joking, just joking. We are joking.